Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. So we're ready, ready, set, go right now. Are we excited? I want to see better. Are you excited? That's not to see. I want real feedback. Are you ready? Thank you, Father. I want to sing this old song. I love the man of Galilee. Oh, he has done so very much for me. He has forgiven me all my sins and sent the Holy Ghost to me. I love that man of Galilee. One more time. I love the man of Galilee. Oh, he has done so very much for me. Yes. He has forgiven me. forgiven. Hallelujah. We are forgiven people. Our slates are wiped clean. So there is not, you know, there is no load of guilt on us. Hallelujah. So if you are feeling guilty for anything, remove the, remove the load. God has forgiven you. Forgive yourself. Hallelujah. We are forgiven people. And much more so, he has given us a spirit. Hallelujah. That's what? Giving us the spirit, the seal of our sonship. Our DNA is identified people's children. We have been given a spirit as the seal of our sonship. Hallelujah. He has given us a spirit to show that we belong to him. The spirit is our seal. It's our brand label. Amen. When they tell you, you know, put on this product, don't remove the seal, okay? Once you remove the seal, the warranty is, is voided, Abby. <laughs> the seal is our brand identity. It's our mark of quality. Hallelujah. It's our mark of what? Of quality. It's the mark that says we as God's children, we are God's quality. Hallelujah. Someone say, I have the spirit. I have a spirit forever. Don't get used to this. Don't get familiar with this. Touch that now because, okay, I have a spirit. No, you have God's spirit. You have God's spirit. 
let me stop because I'm making too when in this note. So before I take it any further, let me just remind myself back where I should be. All right, Acts 1 to 4. Acts 2, 1 to 4. Acts 2, 1 to 4. The Spirit is the seal of God's goodness. Ah, the Spirit is the seal of God's goodness. What Abraham rejoiced over is the promised Holy Spirit that we have now received. When Christ told the Jews that Abraham, your father, rejoiced to see my day, what Abraham rejoiced over is that everyone in Christ will have the Spirit of God. This is what the entire Bible is about. That Christ would come, Christ would die, he will be buried, rise up again. And if you believe in him, you are saved. And if you are saved, you have the Spirit. The Spirit in the believer is everything that God has ever wanted to give to man. And right now, the believer has the Spirit. We must see the Spirit as the fulfillment of God's dreams for man. You must see the Holy Ghost in you as the fulfillment of God's plans for your life. That once I am born again, I have the Spirit, I have everything. That there is no more lack in my life that God cannot meet. Hallelujah. If he gave me a Spirit, he has with that given me everything I need. Now, you know how, you know, when you marry somebody, we say you are one with the person. So all they have is technically yours. It's not technically, it's really yours. Do you understand? Amen. <laughs> uh, I like that. I like that glory. Amen. When you marry someone like that, sense, right? Because people can be, can, you know. When you marry someone that knows what marriage really is. Amen. All you have is the persons. So when you became one with the Spirit, God was telling you that all he has is now yours. There is no longer anything held back from the believer. All his promises are now yes, and we say the amen in Christ. So there is no more, can I get healed? Is yes. There is no more, will I be blessed? You are blessed already. Do you understand? The moment you receive the Holy Ghost at salvation, when you got saved, you received the Spirit, at that moment, God put his eternal yes on your head. So, right now, all of God's dreams for your life have a yes on your head. Do you understand? When, again, I did not plan to get anywhere else. When you got saved, you entered into the yes of God. Hallelujah. When you got saved, you came into the yes, the yes of God. You came into, God, into God's goodwill, into his favor, into his mercy. So it's not like, oh, Lord, Josh, I know me. Lord, Josh, I know me. You know how we pray the prayers. God, please have mercy on me. God, please have mercy on me. When you came into Christ, you came into God's mercy. Do you understand? Again, imagine your son, your daughter, begging, Daddy, please have mercy on me. You're not asking, something wrong with your thinking. Daddy, please, 
Daddy, please have mercy on me. Daddy, please have mercy on me. He's not crying. I can slap him. Make me, make me look bad. Make me look really bad. You are crying, begging me to have mercy on you. What do you think I am? A monster? It's why the spirit is the seal of our adoption. The seal of our adoption. The seal of our sonship. So mean that if you have the spirit, which you have by being born again, you have crossed into the goodness of God. So we're no longer begging God to be good to us. We are now in his goodness. It's why we say we have gone from begging to lambanoing. Hiya. Once you got saved, you came into your lambano season. To lambano is not to beg. To lambano is to lay hold of things already yours. To make a withdrawal. Do you understand that? To lambano is to make a withdrawal. Imagine you go to your ATM and I tell you, ATM, ATM, please, shall me. Please. You are begging the bank, the bank cashier. Please give me 5K out of my money. Please. What do you do? You don't even talk and just get there. You don't even say good money. You like, just go there, give them the, the slip, take your money, and you go. If you're in a good money, say good money. Hey, how's your week doing? Uh, if you don't. That's Lambano. To lay hold of the things already yours. When you got saved, you cross into your Lambano season. Into what? Your Lambano season. Where you are laying old, not begging for the things yours, you are laying old. You are laying old, you are taking, you are withdrawing, you are using, you are dispensing. Hallelujah. So the believer in Christ is the carrier of God's goodness. You are the lamppost of God's goodness. People should see your good works from God's goodness and glorify your good father in heaven. Do you understand that? People should see your works, fruits of God's goodness, and glorify your good father in heaven. You have to be envied, not pitied. You have to be envied, not pitied. This is not my sermon this morning. I don't know why I got myself here. You are to be envied, not pitied. You are to be envied, not pitied. You are to be envied, not pitied. You too, stop pitying yourself. Rise up, act, talk, walk like a king's child. Like you know that you're a carrier of God's goodness. Do you understand? The plan of God is to make a name for himself through your life. The plan of God is to make a name for himself through your life. People will see you and say, God is good. Do you understand? People will see you and say, God is good. I will serve his God. Not a, yeah, sorry. A, him again. Uh-uh. And they serve God, though. Promises of God are yes in Christ. And the amen is spoken by us. We must agree with the word of God. What I agree is what I become. What I agree with is what I become. What I agree with is what I become. So are you poor or are you rich? 
What you say is the truth. The one you choose right now, what you say is, is true. Anything you say is correct. Anything you say, you are correct. Someone check, check the account balance. You see the problem? See the problem here? You become what you agree with. Your account will grow to your knowledge of Christ. Your account balance will grow to your knowledge of Christ. What you agree with, you are becoming. Like a song. Oh, I'm becoming what I see. I love it so much. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Oh, is the song of the new man. That's our song. The song of the new man. I am becoming what I see. Hiya. Woo! I'm becoming what I see. It says we all with unveiled faces. Whew. We behold us in a glass. God's glory. We have been transformed into the same glory from glory to glory. We all with unveiled faces. We behold us glory as in a mirror. We have been transformed into that same image from glory to glory. I become what I see. 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 Says we all with unveiled faces, meaning we can accurately see. Just see. There is no veil over your face. There is no veil over you anymore. We all with unveiled faces, we can behold the glory of God. And the more I behold it, the more I become like him. So, only things true about him will be true in my life when I behold it correctly. So, what is true about him is true about me. What is true about Jesus is true about me. What side are you going to take? The truth or your current realities, your current you know, physical manifestation right now. Who are you siding with? I become who I side with. Christ in you is your hope of glory. And if you have Christ in you, hope day your life. Do you understand? If you have Christ in you, there is hope of a glorious life in you. You must make that hope become reality. You must realize that hope. You must realize the hope. You must realize the hope. You must realize the hope. So stop, stop, stop playing small. Living for a paycheck. Just living for your next paycheck. Living for your next paycheck. Yes, you are paid well. I like that you are paid well. But are there bigger things in your spirit, man? Are there bigger dreams in your spirit? Are there bigger things you are cooking? Are you cooking your spirit? Are you cooking something? Do you have beans on fire? Are you, are you cooking something? <laughs> eh? Sean, are you cooking something? Do you have something on fire? Do you have something being built up in your life? Is there a bigger, a bigger dream than your paycheck? Is there a bigger dream than your paycheck? Is there a bigger dream than your paycheck? What are you cooking? Kill the wicker now. 
What do you have on fire? What are you cooking? Amen. Boo baby. Right. You've got to have something cooking in your spirit. You've got to I, I am more than this. Ah, I'm more than this. I am more than this. I'm going somewhere. I'm about to happen. I am more than this. I am more than this. These dreams are going to bet them. I am more than this. Thank you, baby. Thank you. I'm more than this. What are you cooking in your spirit? I promise you, I have time on notes. I'll have to go back there one way. I'll find myself and get back because it's important. But what are you cooking in your spirit? That's what they call agbakuka. Agbakuka. Cooking something. Cooking something. Thank you. No. Cooking something. What? See. See. You are God's hope of good in this world. Will you bet the good he has put in you for the world? Or if they're crying, God, please. Will you bet what he has put in you that the world receives goodness to you? The church is the hope of the world. We are the church. We, the individuals, make up the church. So, there is hope for the world in what you will bet. What will you do? I'm not saying go and form up and cook up big dreams. I'm not saying go and, go and look for just so Just just dream big. I will dream big by force. That's not the point. I'm saying there are things in your spirit that God has put there. What will you do about it? Before you were born, he knew you, and he put in you things. So I feel strongly, right, that we all know these things. I believe that we don't really need to, to carry long to no purpose. Not it is there, but we're not taking it seriously. But it looks too small. It looks too regular. It looks too unprofessional. Because God, see when you got born again, you receive the Spirit. And the Spirit carries all, all of God's power for your life. So He has been revealing unveiling to you every time. It's now you take it seriously. No problem is, we think that God, God always shouts these things. You think what he shouts? Hey, Fonari, you will do so and so. Yes, ah, thank you, Father, you shouted at me. I hear you now. But usually, God is speaking to your heart every day. Once even pray, and the one will pray, the one will feel some certain things. He has spoken to you. Now take seriously and begin to work at it. Work at it. Now, Acts 2, 1 to 4. That's where we are meant to be. Acts 2, 1 to 4. Acts 2, 1 to 4. Acts 2, 1 to 4. Want to go on the screen? When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Verse 2. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent, violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Verse 3, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Verse 4, and they were all filled with the, with the Holy Spirit and began. 
So he says, and they began to speak. The Holy Ghost gave utterance, enabled them. They what? Began to speak. So it is on us to begin to speak. You get that? We do the beginning to speak. So it will give you utterance. You will do the yielding to the utterance. It will not make you speak. Remember, we forgot to help them to speak in tongues. If it's God's will, it will help me to speak it. It will make me speak it. It will not make you do nothing. Hallelujah. Should I give you an example? You that you said don't kiss man, you kissed man. Did he make you do that one? No. Uh-huh. So you must learn to yield to right things. You get it is it will, it will it will give you prompts. It will prompt you. You will you, you get my point. Here. You must yield to the prompt. It will not force you. It will prompt you. You will yield to the prompting. So it is on us to begin to speak. Hallelujah. We do the what? We do the beginning to speak. Again, it gives utterance. We yield to the utterance. If you are born again, you have the spirit. Meaning you have his gifts on your inside. So many times you can just begin to yield yourself and you flow in these things. Amen. First Corinthians 14. First Corinthians 14. First Corinthians 14. Want to go? Follow the way of love and what? Especially prophecy. All right? For anyone who speaks in a tongue, not speak to people, but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. Okay? Want to go again? But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Verse 4. Yes, one who prophesies edifies the church. Continue. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, or rather, have you prophesy. Yeah? Unless someone interprets so that the church may be edified. We can post there. All right? Number one, Paul is talking about, talking about, about the local church setting, a service, more like. Okay? So he's saying that. Um, in a church meeting like this, if I give the mic to man, do something, okay? Don't just come and tell, and you're just sitting down, and sitting down, and someone just takes the mic, just go, Lepokot, I'm talking to you right now, Mekosokoto, and okay, what are you saying, sir? Can you make it make sense? Metukot, I'm there one hour, Metukot, no. So he's saying that, you know, yes, pray it us right, but I'd rather have you when you speak to people, speak what they can understand to them, prophesy. Do you understand? So he's saying, when you talk to people, let it be what they can understand. So prophecy is, you know, um, things you can understand in your known language. Are you getting me this morning? Prophecy is divine communication in a known language. It's speaking God's mysteries in known language. Tongues is speaking mysteries in unknown language. So that the same thing that one is known, the other is unknown. Do you understand? You get that. So if I then interpret tongues, it becomes prophecy. You get that? If I interpret tongues, it becomes prophecy. They both do the same thing. Strengthening, encouraging, comforting. Do you understand? But speaking to other people 
it should be in a known language. So if I have a tongue, I must, I must interpret the tongue. So you know what I'm talking about. So if I go by you, lekuski atabasha, a ruskata, I must, I must bring so you know what you can understand. Leprusa kita, estuske dishta gada, esumoto, eli prayer. Get up, get up, get up. Get the mat again. Eruska dash the gesusia. So I see for you two doors, two doors, two opportunities. I wonder which to take, which to take, where to turn to. If I'm correct, tell me. I'm correct. Okay. So God will lead you. You will know clearly what to do as to go about in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. See that? So I went from tongues to interpretation. Started with tongue and, and the words came out. You understand? So if I just went, Lakupra, she will not talk about it. She will not get it. Do you see that? If I only went, Rescuta Kebregedi, she may not forever get it. You get that? So prophecy is tongues in, you know, known language. Or more correctly put, Prophecy edification in known language is for correction, comfort, edification, and order. Hallelujah. So this is my point. If I can begin to speak in tongues, if I don't also begin to prophesy, if I can begin to speak in tongues, which is unknown language, I can also begin to speak a prophecy. I can begin. I should begin. I'll be made to begin. I do the beginning. Do you understand that? So it's on me to do the beginning. If you don't begin, nothing will happen. So usually God will give you the first word. Or the first two words. If you don't start, nothing will happen. And I can't even give you, can't even give you no word. You just feel like talking. You know, you don't have a word here, but you, that, you know God has got for somebody. You don't, you don't know the word, but you know God has got for somebody. So I must then begin. I must then begin. I must then begin. So you, you, must, not, you must not allow fear. You must not, yeah, you must not allow fear. Fear is the failure itself. Fear itself is the seed of failure. You must not allow fear. You see, you see, you see. You just feel like there was money. The more you begin to take the steps, it begins to grow. You must do the beginning. You must do the beginning. You understand? Like Chill, relax. I like that. All right. You must do the beginning. You must do the beginning. You get that? It will give you all trust. You must yield to it and flow. 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 Just be one, one, one word, like beans. Like, God, what is this? Beans? Someone else said, Maggie, calm down. I'm not cooking. <laughs> All right? So, where you, you have the first word? What's the first word? Does beans mean anything to you? Beans is my favorite food. <laughs> and asking God, okay, what next now? But that, you must begin. You get my point here? You must begin. You must begin. They began. You begin. Hallelujah. If you can speak in tongues, you can also prophesy. If you can speak in tongues, you can also prophesy. If you can speak in tongues, you can also prophesy. You have in you the Holy Ghost. Do you understand? So you can yield yourself and flow in these things. Someone will say, prophesy your neighbor. Don't do, ah, pastor, ah, I'm not at that level. Just obey. Just start. So if all you have is 
The Lord bless you. Eh, start now. When you start, the next will flow. You get? Start from, start from what you know. Start from the one you know. From there, the rest will begin to flow. So if all you know at that point is, God loves you, you started. More will come. If more doesn't come, that's fine also. I saw when someone prayed that God, let someone tell me today, let someone tell me today, you love me. And, person, and someone else tells God, tell someone, tell me, I love you. And the person is like, really, I love him. Is that used to anybody? Okay, you go say, he loves you. <laughs> he loves me. <laughs> just obey, man. Just obey. Don't overthink it, just obey. Someone is saying, but there's someone now, here yeah, now, saying, but and I'm, I'm not qualified for these things. I'm not qualified for it. Someone feels, you know, I, I, I don't sing well. I still do sing this thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Forgive yourself, number one. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. If God can speak to a donkey, I promise you, you have hope. <laughs> if God can speak to a donkey, I promise you, you have hope. So yes, leave the sin alone, right? But don't let, don't let any sin hold you down. That weight of beauty itself is a problem. Let that weight of youth go. You are forgiven in Christ. Receive it. Walk like it. Talk like it and act. Live right also. Amen. But don't let sin and the guilt of sin make you, make you feel small before God. Someone say, I can't be sitting now, right now. I can't be sitting for me, but God, I just feel so undeserving. So, so, shut up. Be wise. Be smart. Repent and move on. Move on, move on, move on, move on, move on. Move on. Move on. Hallelujah. All right. So we do the beginning. Let's go on. Now, brothers and sisters, if I come to you and speak in tongues, what good will I be to you unless I bring some revelation or knowledge or prophecy or of instruction? I, I get what he's saying. He's saying that don't just come and tell someone, Calibra, the ghost say, you must bring out the meaning for it. You get you must bring out the meaning. So even though you're, you're making sense in the spirit, person does not get it. All right? Now, if you are more mature, you can interpret yourself as someone says in tongues. But again, most people are not. Do you understand? Because when I pray in tongues, and I pray in tongues, I'm, I'm, I'm praying well. But for you, for you to say amen, you must understand it. Let's go on. Verse 7. Even in the case of lifeless things that make sound, such as a pipe or harp, how will anyone know what tune is being played? What is the distinction in the notes? Verse 8. Again. Yeah. Who will get ready for battle? This is important too. Many times, you have, you have the spirit of prayer. You have this strong urge to pray for somebody. And you are going, let's put a gutter. But you know that ah, there's something more. How will I then warn you about something if I, if I cannot pick, pick that in words? How do I warn? How do I correct? So you must be, must be spiritually smart. 
Learn to hear back what is being spoken many times. It helps. It guides. It directs. You understand? Verse 9. Once you go, so it is with you. Unless you speak intelligible words with your tongue, how will anyone know what you are saying? You will just be speaking into the air. Verse 10. Undoubtedly, yeah. Yet none of them is without meaning. Verse 11. Yeah. And the speaker is a foreigner to me. Verse 12. Yeah. Try to excel in those that built up the church. Verse 13. For this reason, look at this. The one who speaks in a tongue should pray that they may interpret what they say. You see that? The one that speaks in tongues should pray that he may interpret what he says. Hallelujah. So you can ask God to, to give interpretation when you pray in tongues. And it's not, it's not a long prayer. Pray to your spirit man, pray in tongues. What did I just say? Let it flow out of you. Just, just let it flow. So may, may I just have a word or a sentence or a paragraph? Start with what you have. If you can pray in tongues, I'm going to interpret your tongues. I'm not saying everything, right? But it means I can also interpret tongues. The same Holy Ghost works everything in us. I get my point this morning. So it can also flow through you the interpretation of the tongues. You desire, you yield, and you flow. So you can prove yourself in tongues and have back your answer interpretation. So you are going, Lord, what should I do about this, about this situation? Just let it flow out next. Just let the words flow out next. Don't think it, if you think it will spoil it. Just flow. Okay, I said that. Yeah, you said it. Do you understand? Verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. All right? So what will I do? Look at this. I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. Now, this is God make me pray my spirit. It says, I will pray with my spirit. It didn't say, God make me pray my spirit. It didn't put God. It said, I will do it. So he's saying that I do the beginning. Do you understand? The way I pray my understanding, the way I pray in my normal language, the way I pray in my normal language, is also how I will begin to pray my, in praying tongues. I can pray that, Father, I thank you. I began. I can also go, Tamashte. I can begin. So it says, I do the beginning. I will. So it's on me to do. I will. So you can. Do you get that? So you can always pray in tongues. There's no need for, when I feel moved, I pray in tongues. You'll be there. You'll be there. Don't pray the prayer in tongues twice in a year. Those five, that's why they were super moved to pray in tongues. How bad? How sad? How sad? Turn into Christmas chicken. You use Christmas, Christmas fried Don't put going over. Fried rice only on Christmas Day. It's Christmas and New Year Day, fried rice. What is the next year? Don't put actually for real. For real. For real. Amen. Yeah, so I can begin. I begin. 
I pray in, in, in the spirit, I pray in words. It says, I can also sing in tongues and sing in words. Do you see it here also? It says, I will. So it means that you can sing in tongues. That's his point. No, Paul, Paul, doesn't, Paul doesn't say the singer. That's a regular guy. No, no, he's not a chorister. He's not some mamaranku. He's not a white fire. He's not a berry. He's not a berry. A berry has gone to He's not a berry. Hallelujah. But he says, if I can pray in tongues, I can also sing in tongues. It means I can cook up new songs in my heart to the Lord. My song, my voice, my tune, my God, my edification, not your own. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So every believer can sing in tongues. That's the point. You can sing in tongues. And it's you that will do it. I will. I will. I will. They give you the bottle of wine and the cup. You that will drink the wine. Do you understand? Yes, not calling me, ah, my host, to come and pour the wine. Are you okay? Can you come? We are pour this now. Pour this thing. Abi? So you have the Holy Ghost. You pour. Glory to Jesus. All right? Hallelujah. So we begin. When we begin, it begins to, it begins to increase on us. When we begin, it begins to increase on us. Hallelujah. You know when you drink wine? Again, I hope we don't drink that, but it's a good analogy. Amen. Membership for me. Membership oath is there. We don't drink wine. You just, you, you just took the oath now. But you took the oath out of the church. Oh, the powerful one took the oath. Okay? So, <laughs> most people drink wine. When you take the first shot, they're not high, have Depends on the one you take. I don't know. Okay? But the more you drink, the higher you get. Finance the most high. So the, the more you drink, the higher you get. You must begin the drinking. So when you start, my, my look so my look drabs, my look just uh, but the more you drink, you know, you begin to stagger. Hallelujah. You begin to stagger. Why Paul told them, don't, don't drop it wine. But instead, they feel the spirit. You know why? Because they have similar effects. They both make people stagger. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. So you do the beginning. When you are drunk, if I'm doing anything, if I'm laughing, I'm be running, I'm be screaming, I'm be jumping. We are, we also feel the spirit. When, when you when you drink this thing, you are high. You have some, some similar reactions. You laugh. You can be jumping. Hallelujah. This, this, this intense outflow of joy. You can be singing in tongues and in words. And you can also be seeing. Not drunk people see things. I'm seeing things. <laughs> You'll be seeing things. Good things. Dreams and visions of tomorrow. Clear direction what, what to do, how to go about it. Hallelujah. So camp meeting is for drinking. You come like Omuti of the Spirit. Okay? Uh, amen. Ready, ready, ready to have God's best. Hallelujah. Right. So, again, if I can begin to pray in words and in tongues, I can then also begin to rejoice. Do you understand? I do the beginning. Hallelujah. 
when I begin, it grows on me. So I can begin to dance and to rejoice. The more I do it, the stronger it gets. And I mean to laugh in the Holy Ghost. I can begin. When I begin, it begins to get stronger on me. I do the beginning. Stop waiting. Begin. 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 Begin to rejoice, to dance, to laugh, to pray in tongues, sing in tongues. You do the beginning. We have given you the wine and the cup. You must do the pouring. You will. I will. It is you that will do it. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Two also. Now, because if people give a lot of prophetic prophecy, we must learn to test prophecies. We learn to test prophecies. We must all know how to test prophecies. Amen. So, someone gives you a word I don't understand. Don't act on it yet. So, someone tells you, um, so I saw in another country, don't go and look for visa. Relax, so. Relax, so. What you hear must float your own spirit. Do you get? You must agree with it. In fact, it's, best if, if it's, not, it's not even new to you in the first place. Do you understand? If it is new, go and pray some more about it. Just go and jump and go and take steps. Mm. It must gel with your spirit first. You must have an inner agreement. You must have an inner agreement with it first before you take action on it. Do you understand? Thessalonians 5. Thessalonians 5, chapter 21. Are we there? Who is on this? Okay. Thessalonians 5 from Acts 21. Once you go, do not quench the spirit. Okay? Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Do you see that? But, wait, 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 wait. You rushed it. It says number one, do not quench what? The spirit. Number two, number two, what? Don't treat prophecies with contempt. Don't just take it lightly. Don't just, don't just take it and don't just think, ah, what's what's better? Prophesying again. Don't take it. Likely, don't take it casually. But, <laughs> but, for balance sake, but, test, 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 test what? Them all. So you, the believer, you must test verses. You will test what they said they had for you. Do you understand? It is, you must test it. Hey, you know before, ah, Mr. Lagbaja, this is the wife we saw for in the spirit. This is why you marry. You now marry ah, like God. What God? Why I want to find out myself? You must test the prophecy. Because things really, things really happen. Things, 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 things are happening. Remember, Shelley, things are happening in Nigeria. <laughs> things are happening. Amen. He told you, you can't make your money. Test prophecy. Test prophecy. You can borrow money to give to God. Test prophecy. If you give more M, you will break through. In the next two months, we we'll make 10 M. Yahoo, Yahoo, FTX. Amen. You now go and borrow one million. You don't have to borrow it. Both you and the borrower. All right? Test prophecies. Test them. Number one. Do they mirror God's character? character? Do they mirror God's character in the world? Do they mirror the word of God? Are you getting me? Do they, is it in line with the word of God? Is it in line with God's word? 
They told you go and bring coin, coin and soap. Hey, hey, back naked. Are you kidding me? They are doing people are, people are, They are doing this. They are doing these things. Eh? Don't turn to ritualists. You know about black soap, black soap, black coin, coin, black candle. Eh? Cream. Black candle, black cream, everything. Let's provide for you. Ritualism. We are doing ritualism. <laughs> Check. It must be in line with the word of God. Turn to something recently. How, you know, a senior colleague at work told her that God told her that Anis is her husband. I say her. I say my, I say my wife, Shelley. Things are happening. Things are happening. Things are happening. Things are happening. That God told you that your niece is her husband. Does it not? Things are happening. Things are happening. Sometimes I say, ah, but this one is so spiritual. Maybe she's correct. This one used to pray and she used to sing. This is happening. Are you getting me? It must be in line with God's character, with God's word. Tell the person, good old, let me hear it myself first. God, ah, God bless your hearing. For me, so I have ears that hear. It's in me, I hear God too. I hear God too. Someone says, you know, I'm a, I'm a pastor, so God has told me and my wife, God bless you, pastor. My ears too. My ears, my ears they hear. Are you getting me? You must test Prophecies. Tell someone, ah, your, your grandma is the one that is doing you. You are doing her. Test prophecies. Test prophecies. Hallelujah. So put now, tell them, don't go to your village again. Some of your parents, they are in Nigeria, they are Lagos, wherever, because they told them, they are doing the village. Test prophecies. Test prophecies. God does not break homes. God does not break homes. Let's say it again. God does not break homes. When they told your father, when I doing him, it's not going to say it to God. Are you getting my point? God does not break homes. Hallelujah. First prophecies. Prophecies should agree with the word of God. Should glorify Jesus. Should glorify Jesus. Not, ah, the devil is so disturbing your life. He's so, he's so big and mighty. It must glorify Jesus. It must glorify Jesus. It must bring a way out. Are you getting me? There must be a way out. It should edify, meaning it should build up encourage and comfort, not just merely condemn. Ha! You, this sinner boy, I saw you right now, the last night you were in so-and-so hotel room, so-and-so person, you will die, you are going to hell, you are finished. That's oppressing you. It must, it must encourage, comfort, build up and strengthen. You should not embarrass people. Hallelujah. Now take my say, someone with his wife. Now take my say, you, this man, I saw you last night with that girl last night. Why is it there? I saw you last night. I saw. 
should not embarrass. Should comfort. So if, if you see bad things, at least don't say in public. At least we say privately. Are you getting me? There are things we say privately. Amen, amen, amen. Deliver press in love. Deliver it in love. Deliver it in love. There's no pride. They say, I said it would die and it died. I see, I said it. I said it would die. I said it, I saw it. And it died, you see? I didn't see. This happens a lot, a lot in Nigeria. Someone said, I saw flood that killed people. You see, I said it, and man of God, I saw the, I saw the flood. So what should we do? We will have away for you. <laughs> Amen. There's no joy in seeing battles happen. Walk in love. Glory to Jesus. So don't just take action on people's words. Agree with it first in your spirit before you take action. Hallelujah. Amen. Philippians 4. Verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. It says, I will say it again. Rejoice. Yeah. It knows if you're in the mood. No. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again. I will talk it again. Rejoice. <sighs> Meaning that the believer can do this. You can rejoice in the Lord. This rejoicing is not, thank you, Father. That one is dear. But it says rejoice. It means, you know, rejoice is agalio. It's to, it's to leap, to, 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 to twirl, to move your body like, hallelujah, glory to God. It's movement. Hallelujah. It's not, it's not passive. It's active. And it says, you rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. So you can rejoice. Hallelujah. You can what? Rejoice. You can rejoice. You can jump. You can turn around. You can say glory. You can. Luke 10. Luke 10, 21. 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 Once you go on the screen, at this time, Jesus, full of joy, Holy Spirit said, no, 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 NKJV. What do you mean, God? NKJV. In that, uh -huh, in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit and said, so wait, the rejoice that Jesus agallied the spirit. The word is agallied. Jesus, you know, jumped, swelled, rejoiced. So even Jesus used to move his body. Amen. So it looked like, wow, Jesus, gentle Jesus. Someone's man, I can't see someone's man. Ah, pastor. Hallelujah. Jesus agallied, rejoiced in the spirit, and then said, Hallelujah. So we can rejoice. And this body movement. Hallelujah. Let's do this morning. So we shall demonstrate it. Hallelujah. It's not about mood, though. I set my own mood right. Someone say amen. I control my own mood. I'm a man of the spirit. 
I keep my mood in check, right? So now, you will rejoice in the Holy Ghost. How? Hallelujah. Glory. Like Glory to Jesus. Glory. Yes. 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 Glory to Jesus. Glory to, yeah, keep going, keep going, rejoice. Rejoice again. Rejoice again. Give him praise. 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 Now praise the Holy Ghost. Rejoice in words. Rejoice in tongues. La you can pray in tongues. You can sing in tongues. You can rejoice. You can laugh. You can jump. Hallelujah. You can rejoice. Oh, your joy is a fetcher. Your joy is a fetcher. Your joy is a fetcher. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. It's the sound of victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh.
just rejoice in the spirit. The joy of the Lord is in the room. You can pray in tongues. You can sing in tongues. 
Oh, I am walking in abundance. 
taking over. Are you taking over? over. Just try to let my ministry over. Taking over. Taking over. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. 
feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world. <laughs>